Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call Sheet. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, the king in the north. First bet wants you to get in all the horse racing action. Sign up today. Promo code Vegas1000 and receive $10 instantly and up to a $1,000 bonus. Visit vsin.com slash horses for details. Bonus code Vegas1000. All right, here we go. Yeah. CEO of Circa Golden Gate and D in downtown Las Vegas. Derek Stevens, kind enough to join us on one of his busiest weekends of the entire year here in studio on a football Friday. How are you, pal? Mitch, I'm doing great. How are you doing? Look, look at how good you look, man. Oh, thanks. I love the sport <laughs> coat that you have on, too. Good job. I, I, I thought this was a call-in I was supposed to do, but I ran into Paul Howard about half an hour ago, and I shower up, change, ready to roll. Very nice. Very nice. So, Paulie had a great tease going into the break. He said, you won't believe how much like the bidding wars are like to get Cabanas this weekend here at Stadium Swim to watch the Super Bowl. Can you give us an idea what it's like? Yeah, we're at the point where we're, we're officially sold out, but come on, Mitch, it's, it's Vegas, right? You know, so we're taking a lot of offers. How, how big are we talking about? Well, 10K, is it, is it going to make Wilbo even even flinch? 10K no. won't even make him flinch? Oh, my God. Yeah, we talked about this last night with Sean King and Tim Murray, but but yeah, 10, 10K won't make him flinch. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right, what do you think the biggest tab will be at Stadium Swim this weekend? Oh, for one single tap? Yes. Oh, like an over-under? Yeah, yeah. I, if I put 45000 on it. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair number. Is it? Okay. Like, I, I, I would, like, 45000 minus one, ten both ways. Okay, wow, all right. <laughs> number, yeah, he brought up a good point. What if you auction this off? I mean, if it's just, like, come on in. How, how someone would say, "Listen, you want? I'll pay you a hundred thousand for this right now. Minimum spend, whatever." It Think is. about this. I'm I'm not that smart of a guy, but that's a better idea. I love it. I love <laughs> auction, it. Uh, auction is that something that you could actually do, like down the road? Like, look, the the demand is out there. I mean, we're not even blinking at ten thousand dollars. So if you want something, we'll put it up for auction for March Madness, Masters, whatever. Like down the road, I'm talking about yeah, like a couple weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that's such a good idea. I love it. We're on to something. There, My Paul. God, incredible. Uh, okay, take us through uh, also what you're looking at as far as expected handle and some of the big moves with the props. Well, we, we're looking at um, what's going to be a record handle for sure. Record handle around the country, record mm-hmm. handle record handle here for sure. And, you know, think about what happened last night. 
like we went in the middle of the night, East Coast time, dropped, it dropped. Um, the word that I heard was, it was called an order. Everybody, everybody dropped. We all got hammered on Bengals, all Bengals, all Bengals, all Bengals. So um, we didn't move until 1.54 p.m. yesterday, and we had to move to a four and a half. Or we went from four and a half to four, mm-hmm. to a four. Um, so now, now we're looking at three and a half and four all over the place. And uh, everybody, you think in Vegas is looking for um, the Rams money? Where is it? Where is it? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys. Where's the Rams money? I'm going to say four o'clock tonight. That'll be my guess. We'll start to see some Rams buyback. Four o'clock tonight, Friday night. People start getting here from Los Angeles. Uh, to Las Vegas for the weekend. They're going to be showing up yeah. with tons of money. What was the money line at the one spot where you saw as low as 175? We, yeah, we have, so yes. what do you think happens to the money line there? Yeah. It was minus 175 yesterday on the Rams. Yeah, it was it was down to 175. Uh, you know, we held minus 200 plus 176 for for 10 days, and then all of a sudden, in the in the last 24 hours, it's been all Bengals money. But I, I agree with you. I, I, I think the Rams money's going to show up. Uh-huh. But the question is, when? Because it hasn't showed up yet. Okay, so did you guys ever touch three and a half here? No. We, we went from four and a half. We made one move from uh, January 31st until yesterday. We went from four and a half to four. That's it. And we, then took, so, we took a handful of uh, six-figure bets. You did. Mm. And what's the biggest bet that you've taken so far? Yeah, I don't want to say it. Okay. But you would you would easily like starting today you would take huge bets on the Rams I'm guessing. We are ready for seven figure bets. You take seven figure bets on the Rams for sure, without question. Without question. Okay. How about the, how about the prop side of things? I, well, I say, when I say seven figure bets, um, we'll take half a stick and uh, on a total. Okay. Where you at? I'm up significant movement with props and any big wages coming uh, on the know, props. You know, the props props move a little bit differently. Um, what I find is very interesting is is the Burrow and Stafford props are uh, the most popular. The Mixon prop is uniquely interesting as well because that's that's those are the three most um, most popular props other than other than squares because squares is really the biggest one of all of them for us. We were going to ask you that because mm-hmm. we talked about that in the previous segment, like the, the most common landing spots over the years for Super Bowl squares. Now, you guys have offered this. Is it for the third consecutive year? Is this your third Super Bowl? Yeah, third okay. year with squares. So, and it's an, it's an amazing idea, um, but you're seeing the popularity of the squares where people can come to town and pick whatever numbers they want. That's by far your most popular, like, bets that you offer? Oh, yeah. Circus squares is going to be a bigger prop than anything else. Anything else to put out there? Hey, hold on a second. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is is that? Are we? Do we move to four and a half again? No. I, on the board back there, I see four and minus one ninety two. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure. I'm looking. I'm looking at a graphic over here because if we went to four four and a half, what I'm looking at right here, I'm like, whoa. When that did that the, happen? I'm guessing that was a tweet from Circa earlier in the week, oh, okay. or like there yesterday or something like oh, that before feel, you guys. I feel moved a little in. more yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Like I'll, I feel a little more comfortable. It's like, what the hell happened right now? <laughs> All due respect to the East Coast, it's yeah. only 9 a.m. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So with the, we're going back to, with the with the props though, you said the mixing the the uh, mixing is interesting. The comments by McVeigh are fascinating now about will it be a three headed monster? 
what he'll do, and then what you think about what people are doing with MVP as well, and how people and everyone wants to come to town and bet the over in, in a high scoring game. But yeah, maybe, do you I, think it'll be low scoring? No, I mean I think what you're seeing we're seeing a little bit of play on Donald. We're seeing a little bit of play on Ramsey. Um, those plays are all around uh, mm-hmm. the under, but um, obviously most of the plays going to be on the quarterback. We got we got a little bit of Mixon, a little bit of Stafford, a little bit of uh, Burrow. As a lifelong Michigan guy, is it Michigan Michigander? What is that? What's the word? That's correct. Okay. I mean, All right. I mean the team that beat Purdue. Yes, last night heavily killed, killed them. them. Killed them. Couldn't um, believe that. Might be dangerous come March. By the way, uh, are you rooting for Matthew Stafford here as a guy that watched him the whole time play with the Lions? And it's like, okay, didn't have a lot to work with. Now he goes to the Rams, and here you go. Oh, you're, you're throwing me a softball. Come on, Mitch. I mean, of course I am rooting for, for uh, Matthew Stafford, of course. I mean, I'm a diehard Detroit Lions fan, and uh, I think everybody that's a Detroit Lions fan is a, is a Matthew Stafford fan. Now, that's what I'm rooting for. It really doesn't mean who I want to win the game because I'm going to get a text about two minutes before kickoff that's going to tell me what I need. Tell you exactly mm-hmm. who you actually mm-hmm. want to win, yeah. Well, I'm... That makes some sense, but you know, as a guy who grew up in Wisconsin, the last thing on the planet I was going to do was root for Brett Favre when he went to Minnesota. I get it; the Rams are not a chief rival of the Lions, but there's no way I would have ever said, "Hey, go, go, Brett Favre, go win a Super Bowl." Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the Rams have uh, both the whole LA Rams contingent, but they also have every Detroit Lion fan that wants to root for the Rams. I mean, Matthew Stafford is so beloved in Detroit. And his wife, Kelly Stafford, with what she did in Detroit, really spectacular. Awesome human so. beings, yeah. yeah. Where are you going to watch the game at on Sunday? I'm going to do all seven of our parties, but I will be here by uh, the uh, National Anthem, and I will be here throughout the game at the underhang. Okay, so right over here by the – Correct. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. How about what, what's, the, what's the schedule like today, though? Ooh. How many appearances are you doing? What I mean, what, what's, what's your schedule starting today? Well, my schedule, guys, I just got thrown a curveball by Paul Howard walking through the Golden Gate. I thought we did a call in today. I'm like, oh, I'll see you over there. Like, oh, my God, I went, had to run home. I had to take a shower. I wasn't quite prepared for being on air. I was more, more made for uh, a call in. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all right. You're still out hanging on, having a good time. I'm trying, but, but, I'm trying my best. <laughs> what's, this what's, is now the beginning of my day. I couldn't believe it. I this is the beginning of my day. I couldn't believe it. I go, I walk in. It's, 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 you said, what time is it? I said, it's 3.30. I come in. I go, Chris, Mitch, I just saw him. He said, we're on, we're on the air in half an hour. The guy's on at 6 a.m. I just saw him at the bar. I go, this could be interesting. I ran into you. Sambuca, unbelievable. But no, this... no, Sambuca. I, 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 come on, you guys are professionals. You got, you always post up. You always show up. I thought this was a call-in. You could have done a call-in. I didn't say anything. Oh, my God, I had to run up. I had to run up and take a shower to have a shave. Paul, he begged you to come in studio, huh? I, I just didn't know. I might I might have screwed. But what am I going to do? Call Bill 80 right now at 4 in the morning? <laughs> no, you're not going to do that. What's, what's going to happen the rest of the day, though? Oh, big day, big day. A lot of wires in. The amount of money that's coming oh, in. Oh, yeah. The amount of wire, the wire money is unbelievable. Um, what's going to happen today is we're going to we're going to juggle who's getting in suites, who's coming to what parties. But the amount of money that's being wired in, I, we couldn't believe it yesterday, and I know today's going to be the same thing. Right. Are you are you already at a record handle here in your third year of the book? Um, already? Yeah. Already. No, no, because I think I think. A lot of people want to wait a little bit uh-huh. because they, they people bet 
closer to kickoff. Uh, but the amount of money that's been wired in is crazy. To bet, yeah. To to make it to make it on the bet. And I also think I mean, obviously this is gonna be a record handle around the country. This will be a record handle on in game. In game is gonna be a really, mm-hmm. really big deal. We're also just getting started here because then we go into March Madness and we have the draft and you got the Masters. Yeah. What, we're, what? Yeah. Yep. You gonna be ready for Valentine's? Well, you know, you, you missed Nicole. Nicole went home before before I ran into you, but yeah, we'll be ready to go. Tough turnaround. You are uh you're the definition of a trooper. I try my best, my man. You are the best. You are the best. Thanks for coming in. Uh, and have a great weekend. Good luck in that Rams money back. I appreciate I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, King. Uh, our final edition of Super Bowl in pocket plays coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. He knows the quarterback was on coke if his girlfriend was not coke. These games are a burial, a blowout. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. All right, here we go. Our final edition of Super Bowl in pocket plays to recap from last night. I'm telling you, I made I made a mistake. I told you yesterday on the air that I'm concerned about Jaron Jackson, Defensive Player of the Year, because the Grizzlies are too good, and yet mm-hmm. I bet him over last night with his points and rebounds. It was a massacre last night again. They were up by 20-plus at the end of the first quarter. He played like 20 minutes, yeah. 20, 24 minutes. Let him back in. Yep. But yeah, then, I know. Uh, took care of business. They are fun. Oh, a little disappointed they didn't make a trade. But that was uh, they, they're fun to watch. And, oh, mama, they might play Denver or, or Luke on the first round. Oh, yeah. How about yeah. that move? Porzingis. Okay, Gone. bye-bye. There's Gone. another one. Yeah. They can never get help for Luca. Ever. And what happened Ever. to Porzingis? Remember Knicks fans losing their minds? Of course. How do you trade the unicorn? They got they got Dinwiddie and Bertans for him. I would say when Dinwiddie is healthy, he can be a really good player along with Luca. He was but... a big disappointment this year. Oh, I know, I know. And so was Bertans, but think about that. Yep. <laughs> oh, B- bailed on him, and, and, and he goes to the Wizards. Oh, oh, and oh, by the way, I got news for you: the Kings bailed on the player yesterday. They took ahead of Luca and Trey Young, and Trey Young, and Jaron Jackson. Right in a row, tic tac toe. That, that draft. Oh went my Aiton. god. That's Bagley, that, that's... Luca, Jackson, Young. So bad. 
Shut it down. They yep. should be relegated. Yes, they should. They be. took Bagley over Young and Luca, and they had one of Luca's assistant coaches on the staff. Correct. They cut it, Bagley. Yeah. All right. So I've added a bunch of props here. Joe Mixon under 63 and a half rushing yards. It feels like everybody in the world likes this bet, so I'm yeah. a little concerned. Uh, I found Matthew Stafford six and a half rushing yards yesterday. Shop around, you can find it. I bet that under six and a half. Uh, T. Higgins over 70 and a half receptions. Uh, that's tailing Nate Tice. Great breakdown yesterday. Samaji P. Ryan over one and a half receptions. I did go Mixon over 24.5 receiving yards. I think it's going to be P. Ryan and Mixon getting some dump-offs here in this game and not the ability to run the football against this Rams defense. Other plays that I have with uh, in-pocket. Oh, the MVP bets. Donald 25, Mixon 40. I hate that bet. Miller 50, McPherson 150. No touchdown first quarter plus 250. And uh, more time of possession. We told you about this again earlier in today's show. Since You can still find plus money on this, I believe. Like the Bengals at plus 110 to own the ball longer in this contest. Good. At least one scoreless quarter plus there 360. Joe Burrow, <laughs> INT minus 130. I think he's going to pass the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Burrow and take off over two and a half rushing attempts. Longest field goal, Bengals minus 120. And a couple of golf bets that I have in play for this weekend. Keith Mitchell, top five at 17 to 1 and top 10, 9 to 1 at the Phoenix Open. Good luck. Very good. I added a couple things. I was reading Bill Barnwell's preview on the game. Uh, he likes the Rams, 27 uh, 17, I think. Okay. But uh, he thinks Cup will be available deep, and Cup will have a big, uh, a good performance, at least uh, get, get open deep as well, has been the case in the last couple of these games. I will, at the last second, bet Rams' money line. Although 175 was available in town uh, yesterday. Uh, no defensive or special teams touchdown. Bet it right before kickoff. Hoping to get as low as 220 on that. Cup over. Uh, all I'm, Because of this news. I mean, this is, to me, you have to bet all these running backs under now. McVay on Henderson. He's going to go. So you'll have Akers, Henderson, and Michelle. You'll see a good three-back rotation. Based on how the game unfolds, yeah. I mean, this I, really messes with things here. I think I'm going to add more to, uh, to Acres under, I believe. And I'm with you on this, by the way. Yeah. <clears throat> I bet the opening kickoff no touchback several times. Mm-hmm. And the plus money's all gone on that now. Right. And it was as high as plus 180. And we talked about it when it was plus 150 or 160. Yeah. Uh, Cup MVP, Chase MVP, McPherson MVP, all pizza money. With the exception of Cup, opening kickoff, no touchback. You have that there. Last play of the game, quarterback rush, no. Uh, plus 180. All the stuff there. Uh, in pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon Eastern at betrivers.com. Mattress Mac moments ago just bet $5 million more on Bengals' money line. Okay. At a Caesars book. So he has basically $9.5 million in action right now yeah. on the Bengals to win the game. So, but this is good. I mean, like you said with uh, Anthony Curtis, why people don't copy this, it's brilliant what he does. Of course. I mean, this is forget about the insurance. I'm hedging my great promotion with a sports book. Mm hmm. And the amount. So, how it started the first time was he couldn't get the insurance in time and had to rely on Las Vegas. And oh, by the way, here's the kicker to this whole thing that people need to realize. Because Mattress Mac gets covered, like here on Vs and other betting networks, but also he gets covered like on Good Morning America, this guy. So, do you understand like the free publicity and the free advertising he's getting out of this? That part is, that part of the promotion is you can't, you can't put a price on that. And I, don't, I can't understand how people from different pockets of the country have said, this guy's a genius, I'm going to do exactly what he has done. Why? Get your name out there. Get your business out there. It can be the same exact thing. Boy, can this guy sell and move product. Yes. My God, ridiculous. There's one I saw. I don't know how, how available, widely available this is. I did see this. Well, Al Michaels mentioned the spread. It's plus money. 
Well, okay, but that's... It's on he, NBC. It's so, Al Michaels. He's going out with a bang. He has to come out and say the Rams are four, four and a half point favorites in the game. Yeah. He can't just say the Rams were favored in the game. Right. He has to say it. Mm-hmm. He's got to say the actual number. He won't do that? He, I, don't, I don't think he gets into numbers very often. I don't know. I saw that. I thought, mm. juicy return. Al Michaels won't mention a point spread? So, by the way, we do have 56 hours of programming uh, this weekend, all throughout VEASAN. You can watch at VEASAN.com. As a reminder, we're actually we're going to do this show on Sunday night, right after the Super Bowl. We come in at uh, 11 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Pacific, and we have some great guests lined up throughout that uh, three-hour show. We've done it now for, this will be our fourth or fifth consecutive year. And some of the tidbits and the nuggets that you get from people behind the, the counter, people who cover this for a living, it's incredible. And I love doing the post-game show on the Super Bowl Sunday at night. Um, and I'll tell you that I'm looking forward to this as much as anything else. As, as you probably know, Billy Walters is one of the most feared sports bettors of all time. He is sitting down with Brent Musburger in an exclusive interview right here on VEASAN, all part of our 56 hours of uh, Super Bowl coverage this weekend. And here is a sneak peek. I always thought Bob Martin, the legendary bookmaker, he was the Babe Ruth of our industry. I would say Billy is more like the Michael Jordan of our industry. He's won the most. Uh, you know, he has the let's put let's put it this way. Everyone in the world tried to find out his games. So that in itself tells you how good he is. Did he win every bet every weekend? No, not at all. But oftentimes his sides were the sides that I wanted to be on. There's no shortage of opportunities to uh, probably do interviews, but uh, uh, this is the second one I've ever done in my life. 60 Minutes was the first. Correct. I've always had a passion for gambling, all types of gambling, and uh, I never had an opportunity to pursue my passion in Kentucky. Uh, I did from time to time, but not on a full-time basis the way that I would have liked. And uh, as fate uh, took place, uh, I ended up in Las Vegas as a result. Well, before I ever came to Las Vegas, <clears throat> I bet on anything that would move. Okay. <laughs> and it didn't make any difference what it was. <laughs> but I bet on every type of sporting event there was. Uh, but um, any type of gambling, I've done it most. Uh, How many times you go bust during this, uh, this period? Uh, far more than Jimmy just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, Jimmy mentioned 200. That uh, I, I've been broke 200 times before I came to Las Vegas. <laughs> So again, you heard Mr. Walters there, only a second interview ever. You're going to hear his advice for sports bettors and his views on the growth of sports betting in the U.S. The roundtable is with Billy Walters, Brett Musburger, and Las Vegas legend Jimmy Vaccaro. It's going to be broadcast right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, on Sunday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Can't wait for that. In fact, our next guest, Adam Chernoff, he reached out to me last night when we saw VSIN tweet this out, and he said, wait a second, what? You have Billy Walters for a sit-down interview for how long? On Super Bowl Sunday, you got to be kidding me. So, and I, I said this earlier, I'll say it again. Billy Walters on Super Bowl Sunday, I, this is, don't, don't use the word lock, this is a lock. Billy Walters will be better programming than any other network in the world that you're going to get on Super Bowl Sunday. He only did this. Gonna, other networks will have nine yep. guys up there saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Billy, Billy Walters will talk about sports betting and his history. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. He only did the 60 Minutes interview because he wanted to rip Wall Street. Yeah, right, right. Which was uh, interesting. And at the end, um, Nick had the best line. Everyone wanted to find out his games and what he was on. Absolutely. Of course. That's yep. just a testament to Walters. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
God. That's that's like Ace, like I said earlier, Ace Rothstein about the information. Pretty much. And can you imagine the contacts he had and what he would know? Oh, my God. Get the phone call on the bat phone. Eh, so-and-so's not playing, I hear. 9.06 a.m., oh. 8.37 8, 8, a.m. out here, Pacific time, on a, on a football Sunday. Oh, this yep. number just moved three and a half yep. points. Oh, okay, it's a Billy mm-hmm. Walters special. And, and quickly, you mentioned where you used to do the pregame shows on Sundays and when you get the Walters games but there was also at that same book, there was one time I think he had like a 19 and 2 Saturday college football yeah, run. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what a disaster yep. for the books. So, one more appearance, a double shot with Adam Chernoff coming up next. Had a great season betting this sport. And we'll ask him about Sean McVay's comments from this week because Adam originally liked Cam Akers to go over some rushing props. But because now McVay said, ah, Daryl Henderson healthy, did that change his mind at all? Adam Chernoff coming up next. King's Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. And just this week, the DraftKings Casino paid out some huge wins. A player bet $350 and won over $7,000 on Lockit Lock Link Night, Nightlife. Another player bet $5 and won over $10,000 on Twin Spin Megaways. And a player bet $10 and won $10,000 on Cash Machine. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers claim a deposit bonus up to $2,000. And they start you off with $50 in free credits just for signing up. Download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VEASAN to claim this offer. Must be 21. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details. The great Adam Chernoff joins the program now. Had a really good season betting the NFL. Sides, totals, and props throughout the entire regular season. And uh, now one more game to bet on. Uh, Adam, as always, thanks uh, for popping on the show today. Good to talk to you. How are you? Doing fantastic. And Locket Link Nightlife, yeah. that's the one with the hearts, right? I have no idea. You got me. You've oh played? My goodness. What a machine that is. You can find it in the casino. Holy <laughs> smoke. All right. I'll look around this weekend. I'll be out and about to a lot of different casinos. Um, so you're They're hard this. to miss. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sit down. Enjoy it in case you find one. All right. Um so you told us like last week, one of your early plays was Cam Akers over on some of the rushing yard props. He likes some alt totals or some alt numbers with him as well. Has your opinion changed on that at all since Sean McVay came out on Wednesday and told people, well, look, Daryl Henderson's going to be good to go in this game. We're going to go with the hot hand if there is one. And if that arises and he called it like a three headed monster. Oh, God, no. I've added more. And I've actually gone as far as adding on some Cam Akers MVP at 35 to 1. Mm. Um, I think this is a terrific number for Akers. And last week, I kind of got into the breakdown. Like, really, the the problem here for Akers has not been uh, his efficiency as a runner. It's been the quality of opponent that the Rams has faced since he returned in Week 18. It's been the Niners twice, the Cardinals once, and the Buccaneers once. And all three of those teams in those four games, they're top five for rush efficiency defense when looking at EPA success rate. So, now, again, it's it's a massive step back in this game. Like, the Bengals 24th in that same regard. And on early downs, like, if McVay gets antsy like we've seen, the Bengals 31st in first and second down rush success rate defense. So, to me, there's a lot of opportunity for Akers. I don't think the Henderson thing 
uh, there's nothing I've read that says that it's going to be impactful on the game. I know McVeigh was building it up, but nobody thinks that he's anywhere close to being 100%. And the worry about Akers after he fumbled, is he going to get used? Is he going to be on the field? McVeigh still went right back to him. So everything about this, to me, says that Akers is the number one guy. So I've got some alternates on him at less than 60 price, but his main rushing prop is still really good over in the low 60s, and I'm taking a small flyer on him at MVP for a game I think is a little bit tighter. Maybe he gets lucky, finds the end zone one or two times and gets over 100 yards. There's a chance. Running backs don't usually win it, but I'll take a small flyer on that one too. So still plenty bullish on Akers overall. Where are you at with Mixon? Mixon receiving yards under. And then we'll see what his rushing total gets to. It's kind of like a wait and see for me. I've got about seven or eight guys that I'd like to maybe look at unders as we get closer to Sunday. But he's he's the first and second down back. We know that. Um, I think the way that the Bengals run matched up against this Rams defensive front is really going to limit the big run potential that Mixon is going to have. And if it's a spot where we think that the Rams are leading, which I feel like most people do. It's not really a stretch to think that LA is going to have a lead in the second half in that game. That's probably going to go and take away touches from Mixon, specifically on first and second down, um, running the football. And when it comes to receptions or receiving yards, it's just a spot where P. Ryan's the third down back. And if the Bengals don't kind of get caught in that two-minute scenario, where they happen to have Mixon on the field and it's Piran on the field, that's usually where running backs pick up a lot of those touches. I don't see a lot of first and second down pass plays going over to Mixon, considering what the Bengals' offensive line is going to have to be dealing with. I think the Bengals well aware of the disadvantage they have up front. Um, their way to counter that, in my opinion, this game is just going to be quick passes to those receivers. So I just feel like the Mixon involvement, specifically from a passing game, is going to be less than I think some other folks are anticipating. And from a run game, let's see what his total gets to for rushing yards. It's kind of low 60s right now. Maybe by game day that goes up a little bit higher, but I would not be opposed to looking under that one as well, but I have not bet it. Yeah, I fired on him yesterday under 63 and a half because I was looking around at him and other books had, you know, 60 and a half, I think, was like the most common number that I found. And I thought, you know what, I don't think I'm going to find a better number than 63 and a half if I even, you know, wait this out until Sunday. So I, I, took, a, I took a flyer on him under 63 and a half yesterday. There's a weird kind of, not like a, a huge difference between prices, but there's not really the, the movement that we've expected to see yet. And I feel like part of this, has to do with the fact that a lot of these books are posting all of these props almost every single game throughout the regular season, especially on Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. So I feel like there's sort of a a resistance to move a lot of these prices. So you found a great number, but I, I'm just I'm hoping this goes higher like we've seen in almost every Super Bowl pass, but there's almost like a reluctance to take some of these bigger name players up so far. And we're kind of running out of time at this point. Yep, yep. So you mentioned the potential quick passing game here with the Bengals, and that I think is something that almost all of us can agree on. So then what does that mean in terms of props for Chase, for Higgins, maybe a Tyler Boyd? What do you think of how that's going to break down for Cincinnati? It's 
really tricky, and this is the spot that I've had the most difficulty on trying to find any bets, is with the Bengals wide receivers, because a lot of it is going to come down to what the Rams ultimately do with their coverages. There's there's rumors and quotes and stuff that you see that Ramsey's going to be traveling with Chase, mm-hmm. but we haven't really seen Ramsey travel with a guy at any point this season or even last season in the playoffs when they played the Packers, and we expected him to be on Adams. It just how they've been using them and he's been playing a lot really close to the line of scrimmage inside sometimes he gets matched up with the slot guy too and so it's kind of a situation where if he travels with chase and i knew that for certain i would definitely be leaning under on chase but i don't know if that's going to be the case we might just see him bracketed at the same time if that were to be the case i would really like the higgins over but if he ends up matched up with Higgins quite a bit because of where they're using him on, on the field, and maybe they do this thing where they put him on the number two wide receiver, like we've seen the Pats do a lot in the Super Bowl, and then you bracket the number one. So if that's the case, I would really like Higgins under, but I, I just, I don't know. And there hasn't been enough that's come out about it. So I think Boyd is kind of the odd man out, but I don't know um, if he's a guy that I'm super comfortable looking at over in the low 40s maybe on a long reception as he's kind of the guy left out that he might find something. But uh, of all the three, I don't have anything yet just because I don't know about the coverages. If I had to give like a lean right now to one of the three, I would be Higgins overs in the high sixties, but I don't love anything there. Less than two minutes in this segment. Do you think Cincinnati will have success with what they did against Kansas City and for much of the season dropping eight defenders into coverage. This is really, I think, what could change a lot of the Super Bowl and impact a lot of the props. I I don't have any doubts that they're going to go back to doing that. This is still a very young head coaching and coordinator trio. And what we've seen them do against the Chiefs twice in the second half to win it, but also quietly throughout the regular season, like you were mentioning, they play the highest rate of seven or eight man coverages, eight man specifically of any other team in the NFL. So what it also led to in those Chiefs games, they had a third safety on the field quite a bit. And that third safety was basically crashing down into the box. And they had a a couple of different weird looks that they were using that for. And so where there's sort of the ripple effect off of this is if we're confident that's what they're going to do, then you're kind of expecting a slower game overall with potentially a couple less possessions. And then you're also expecting a game where you're probably going to get less explosive plays from the Rams offense. And we're going to see the Rams need to operate in a way that we really haven't seen them have to do the entire season. But it's also something that Stafford throughout this season, as well as his career, facing zone coverages, facing this type of defensive look has really, really struggled with. He's a guy that beats up on man. So there's a few props that come off of this that we get to in the next segment that I think are really interesting. But this is certainly a matchup that is going to impact a lot of what happens within the Super Bowl. Okay, very cool. Then we will get your thoughts on that coming up next. The player props may be impacted by what Adam just broke down as it is follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Adam Chernoff, our guest. Uh, Up next, we'll have him tell you what's on his mind there. And also, like, the side and the total here. Let's not have that get lost in space. Who does he like in the game? Has he made a significant bet on the side or the total? How does he see the game playing out itself? 
with those two numbers. We'll ask Adam Chernoff about that coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite player prime for a big second half? What if you could build your parlay live while watching the game and boost it? Now you can. PointsBet new exclusive feature, live same-game parlays for the NFL and NBA. First time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, spreads, totals, props, and more. Cash in on a comeback. Increase profits with same-game parlay boost. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. Download the app today and use code VEASAN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Plus, for the big game, place a $20 pregame bet and get a free $20 live bet. Elevate your live betting game with PointsBet. All right, we'll continue here with uh, Senior Strategist for Covers.com. Adam Chernoff here, and you were going down a path with the Bengals and dropping eight guys in coverage, using a third safety against the Chiefs, and what this could you know mean overall for player props in the receiving game for the Rams. Go ahead, take it away. Yeah, so I think... First, before even the receivers, that's just another thing that piles on to my bets on acres. Yeah, I think okay. that McBay is going to see that. The way you counter that's running the football. I think Cup's longest reception at 27 and a half is too high because of that. I think those explosive plays are just really going to be limited by the Bengals overall. And then some other things that I've played sort of relating to this. I went sacks over. And you can find seven sacks or more at plus 240. Mm. And we've heard all week about the Rams' defensive line and what that's going to do to the Bengals' offensive line. Sure, I think that's there. But from the other side, again, if you have the Bengals dropping all these guys in the coverage, think back to the Chiefs game. How much time did Mahomes have scrambling around the pocket doing everything that he usually does? And he was still getting sacked. And you have a much less mobile Stafford But quietly, as much as we're talking about the Rams' defensive line, Hendrickson and Hubbard are two of the top individual performers on defense when it comes to general sacks over regular season. They've been very effective in the postseason. I think those are two guys that are going to make some noise themselves. So to me, with what the coverages force, 
and how much time he's going to have sitting in the pocket and how messy things are going to be downfield. He hates zone. He struggles against it. Those two guys are going to be able to get to them. So I think sacks over is a good one to look at. And then another one that's not entirely directly from this, but again, we haven't seen a game really all season where the Rams have had to potentially take these three, four yards at a time, be super patient, and move down the field without that explosive play. I think initially off the start, we're going to see them struggle a little bit, and it leads me to really liking Johnny Hecker longest punt over 51 and a half yards. This is a game that's at home. It's indoors. He's familiar with the environment. He's familiar with how you're punting within this stadium, and you maybe get that slower-moving pace downfield for the Rams. It's only going to take one or two plays to slip up, and we're going to see him have potential, one of the best punters in the league. So I like his longest punt over 51 and a half yards. So the Acres is kind of the main angle off of that. I think that cup, longest reception under. I think we'll see some sacks, and then I like Rams' okay. longest punt with Hecker over. Very good. Any, anything on the side or total, or just you're too involved with the props? Waiting to see what the money line gets down to. There was a book yesterday that went to three and a half on the spread, and that brought the money line down at their book to minus 180. It's long. It's no secret. Every Super Bowl year on game day, we always see the price of the favorite on the money line much lower than what the point spread would normally justify. So I'm waiting to see if there's like a minus 170, minus 165. Maybe I'm dreaming, but on the money line for the Rams, see how low that gets. There's no shortage of Bengals money out there. So if that tells in, we see a big influx of it over the weekend. If I can get a cheaper money line on the Rams, that'll get me on the side, but I'm not running to lay four, and the total just doesn't interest me in the slightest bit. Mm, okay. How about more first downs and field goal prop? So this was another way that I was kind of looking at that kind of intrigue in betting the Rams. So more first downs for L.A. is around minus 150, um, minus 155. Again, the money line closer to minus 190, minus 200. A team that's going to win the game has a very high correlation to generating more first downs than their opponent. And I think within this game, again, how the Bengals are likely to approach this and how they're going to defend L.A., again, it's going to prevent those explosive plays. And so that could very well lead to more first downs than usual anyway. But I do lean Rams side. I don't want to lay the points. I was looking at the more first down prop as a different way to play off of the money line at a much cheaper price. So just the correlation of how teams that win the game so often have more first downs than their opponent and the price that was listed. I thought the gap between where this was and where the money line currently is is just too big. And so I, I really like that Rams more first down in the game quite a bit. For the field goals, there's a cut. I, I played off of that. Um, the no field goal, 55 yards or longer, that's the Super Bowl record. Circa has it really high. And those guys, they're setting better numbers than anybody uh, when it, the props when it comes to games. And so when you see a number that high, it's pretty telling. And when you look at all of the other sports books around, and I've got plenty enough down on this, so I'm happy to say it, you're seeing some ridiculous prices in comparison to what they have. So I found a minus 270. It sure sounds expensive, but when you're looking at this big of a gap between what's out there and what guys like that in the back at Circa are posting, 
I mean, this is just way too big of a difference. This should be closer to minus 500. Matt Gay's not kicking a 55-yarder. It's a really narrow window with just McPherson on the other side. But I also played no or total field goals under three and a half. We talked about this one a little bit last week, but um, really this is a price that should be minus 170 as the fair odds on either side for a game. You can find this as low as minus 120. This is just an overreaction to how great McPherson has been, the indoor environment, how they're going to find success kicking. I, I think it's, it's gone way too far down. So if you can find a minus 120 on under three and a half, this is a prop that in a regular season game, again, is priced right at minus 170. Usually you see it higher than that because there's obviously VIG added into it. So if you're finding this at like minus 120, I think it's a great bet on under three and a half field goals. Three minutes left. And I know you tweeted about this and you're in shock and disbelief about how some people are treating it. And I know some people are using it on, on, the, on the Super Bowl coin toss. What advice do you have? Because like Colorado's the wild, wild west. There's over 20 books, and the exception of all, oh, yeah. of, exception of two of them, they're all giving you bonuses. And we know what's going on in New York. What advice do you have for people how to use your bonus money? If you're a better that is doing this in general for fun, you're not trying to make this your profession. This is not your main source of income per se. And you're not necessarily worried about perhaps the longevity of your betting accounts. There is absolutely no reason not to take advantage of all the promotional money that is being thrown at you. The books right now in U.S. states, and as we're very soon going to see in Ontario and Canada, are competing with each other for your business. And they're willing to pay a pretty big price for that business. And so I know that nothing ever comes free and nothing's easy, and we're all used to that. But these sportsbook promotions, some of them, are, are just for huge amounts of money. You can get a couple thousand dollars from some. This is legitimate, genuine offers that you can take advantage of. And for this game specifically, the Super Bowl, there's more people coming into the market than any other week in the year. There's some amazing promotions out there. My advice would be, again, if you're in that spot, take advantage of as many of them as you can. So then you can have a bankroll or you can make extra, whatever you want to look at it. It's there for you to take. But then just the quick word of advice would be if you have risk-free bets that do not have a time period associated with them, which means you can place that bet anytime you want, try, depending on your circumstances, to maximize that free bet. So if it's a $1,000 free bet and you can deposit $1,000, use the full amount to unlock the maximum of the free bet. Anything that you do less is going to give money back to the sports book. So my advice would be maximize the bonuses the best you can. And if you have the risk-free bets, consider using them on an underdog because that's going to maximize your expected value coming back. But these promotions are there for you to take advantage of. Unlock as many as you can. Take the funds away from them. Put them in your betting account. Put them in your normal everyday bank account. Whatever you want to do with them. They're there for you to take, and they're very real. He is the senior strategist at Covers.com. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Adam Chernoff. Can't tell you how much we enjoyed having you on uh, throughout the entire football season. You're the best, man. Uh, appreciate it as always, and kill it this weekend, okay? Thank you guys so much for the time every day. It's a pleasure to talk with you every week, and it was a great season, and we're looking forward to doing it again next year for sure. So thanks again for all the time. No doubt. Be Thank good. you. There you go.
I have 24, 16 Rams. Okay. You're 30, 17 Rams? Yeah. 30, 17. We're back. 8 o'clock Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, Sunday night after the game. It's one of our favorite shows of the entire year. Uh, Good luck to you as well. Take the... Take the... Take the... Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com.